Welcome to the You Need More Money podcast. I'm your host, Matt Monero, coming to you from my studio in Dallas, Texas. You got to push, right? That's what we've been told. Push, push, push. We got to do more, man. We got to get bigger. We got to be more awesome. You're not awesome enough. Push harder. Man, I have lived most of my life telling myself these thoughts. The push, the, the massive push that has been my life was intense. It, my life was consumed with the next thing. Rarely present, always looking for what's next. You know the feeling, the pressure, the quest the unfinished projects, the unclosed circles, the, the what if that had happened, what would it be like? I got to keep pushing. But what if there was another way to win the race, to get the same results in half the time with less stress, less worry, less fear? Damn, sounds like a freaking infomercial, doesn't it? But it's not. It's not an infomercial because I don't got shit to sell you. I mean, hell, you want to buy a book for 15 bucks on Amazon? Thank you. It'll help you. You need more money book. Go get it. But, But what if you looked at this thing that we're constantly told and that I have lived this push, this massive gotta keep moving forward? What if you adjusted the paradigm on it, as Stephen Covey calls it, right? A paradigm shift. Let me give you the definition of what the word paradigm means. A paradigm is a model, a perception or understanding. It is only seeing things based on the correct principles that we achieve success and happiness. In other words, how we view it is how it plays out. And I'm challenging you here, is more really better? And the answer is no, it is not. And allow me to tell you a story. You may have heard the story before, but um, I'm trying to think of the time frame of when this happened. This was probably 2015. I remember exactly when it happened. Uh, My son, Johnny Boy, uh, played lacrosse on this select lacrosse team with Dallas guys. And most of the kids who played on the team with him went to private schools because that's where the money's at. Some reason money seems to follow the sport of lacrosse. It seems like it's like a rich kid's sport. And so they invited John to play on this select team. And the team was put together by this billionaire in Dallas. His kid was my son's age and good lacrosse player, so they played together. And I I got to know the billionaire through lacrosse, right? I mean, that's somewhat how it happens. I mean, you know, I didn't know the billionaire. I certainly didn't have any connections. I didn't run in his circles, but we had a common thread, which was our two kids were pretty good lacrosse players. So that creates a commonality, a, a connection point, which is one of the things that so many people miss when it comes to building their network, they think that they have to be the same people. Dude, you don't have to be the same people to grow your network. You just have to have a few common threads. Threads. And a lot of times we try to think the thread is business. Dude, you don't have common threads with a billionaire. 
You're not competing with him. He's got you beat. So you got to find other ways to make a connection. And in this situation, it just happened to be that our two kids played lacrosse. I was in Florida. I was at the gym, and I was leaving the gym after working out in Florida, and my cell phone rang, and it was the billionaire. And he said, right out of the gates, I'm interested in buying your business. I'd like to talk to you about it. I said, awesome. I'll come down on Monday. Get back to town. Get my shit together, put a little PowerPoint together. I go down to his offices in Dallas, big fancy building, 33-story skyscraper. He owns the whole thing. His office was in the top. His office wasn't all that fancy. You'd be very, very surprised at how humble and basic and simple it was. And he has his right-hand man in the conference room. And within no bullshit, 10 minutes, they had completely mapped out my business. They totally understood my business in 10 minutes. It was no, they didn't care about the PowerPoint. It was one of those, I printed the PowerPoint. He looked through it like four pages, goes to the whiteboard, tells his buddy, start throwing up some numbers on the board. Bing, 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 bing. They figured it out. He says, I'm not interested in your company. Why not? He said, because your company finances good credit transportation companies and the yields, the margins aren't interesting enough for me. The spreads are too low. I'm interested in subprime yields And I thought you guys did subprime, and I thought your yields and margin was going to be much fatter, so I'm not a player. That's that. That was it. The opportunity to sell to a billionaire was squashed, right? By the way, I wasn't even interested in selling. I wasn't even actively going out into the marketplace to find a buyer. Still, I'm not. But it was an eye-opening experience. And here's how it connects to the topic of more is not better. The billionaire, after we were done, slowed down. He said, let me ask you a question, Matt. How many projects do you have going on in your office right now? And I wanted to impress him, right? I want to be the baller. I said, man, we got 50 projects, at least 50 projects. And he stops. He waves his hands in like this, this, you know, don't go any further motion No, 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 he says. He says, you know how many projects we have going on in my company right now? I said, no. He said, one or two max. He said, every week we attack a project, we focus all our attention, our resources, our time, our energy, our tools in completing one or two projects a week. And he says, at the end of the year, we will complete 52 projects to maybe 104 projects. He says, that's how you move the needle. Now, if I reversed that question to you, and I said, how many projects do you have going on in your office? I guarantee you, you will not say one or two. You will say 50. Because that's the paradigm that you have bought into. You have bought into the idea that more is better. Lots of movement. Must be have my hands in different pots. I must have a lot of different irons in the fire. That's the paradigm that you've been taught. The paradigm that I was taught. And the billionaire taught me a new paradigm. He said, less with greater intensity and focus and energy is more over a period of time. And he was right. Totally right. By the way, just on a side note, 
The other thing that he was right about was that maybe we should get into the subprime finance business, which came back to the office, and we did. We started a company called Fresh Start Equipment Finance, where we take the turndowns, the credit that we don't approve for prime financing, and now we can finance subprime. And I bet this year we'll do 35 million bucks in Fresh Start. Thank you, billionaire, for the idea. I mean, shit, you all didn't think that I was going to go down to down, downtown Dallas, go up to the, the thing all dressed up, looking real fancy, get my ass handed to me and not come away with an idea, did you? Shit, you ought to be coming away with a bunch of good ideas on this podcast alone. Where are the secrets that you can learn from if you open your mind to a unique paradigm shift? So here's what I want to get to you. I want to get across to you today. What if you actually stopped buying into this bullshit that we're constantly told as business people and entrepreneurs that we have to do more, that there has to be a layer of chaos, that we have to be in front of our skis all the time, otherwise we're not moving fast enough. No, you actually can move at an incredible clip if you slow down and close the circles. Finish the shit you start. And make sure the stuff that you're starting is worth starting in the first place. So I created for today's podcast an eight-step program. In fact, I was just talking to my buddy Judge, my partner in Burn the Ships, burntheships.com, plug, that we should put this into the next Burn the Ships event. Uh, and he agreed completely. So I'm going to give you the first blush, the first round of the eight steps to actually doing less and producing more. Here's the first of the eight steps. Number one, it's an action step. You have to make a massive list of all the things that have to get done, that you want to get done, that you must do. Just a laundry list. Just clean your head on a whiteboard, a piece of paper. It doesn't matter. Type it into your iPhone. It doesn't matter where you put it, but spit out the massive list. Second step is you need to start asking a couple questions. And the second step, the, the first question I want you to ask, which is the second step of the roadmap here, is why do I want to do any of it? What is my desired result of doing any of these activities? How does it connect to the end game? The third step that you have to ask yourself is, Will I make more money by achieving the steps that I choose? You're not in a nonprofit business. The job is to do things that make you more money. Now, listen to me. A lot of you have shit that has to get cleaned up first before you can even get into the money-making phase of your activities. That's the reason you're not making enough money by doing the shit you're doing. So some of your list, your action on the list might need to be cleanup stuff. And once you get that stuff cleaned up, it's time to move into the how do I make money, which takes me to step four, which is an ask, a question you must ask yourself, which is who needs to be on my team in order to achieve the end result of working on the topic that I've chosen? You cannot do this shit yourself. You have to have a team of people with you, behind you, working with you, or 
If it all falls on your shoulders, guess what? That's the only thing you're going to be working on. Step five, you have to prioritize. You have to top rank this laundry list that you've created and you've asked these questions against to begin to create the priority of the projects you're going to be working on. The rule on this one is no more than one or two projects at a time and the duration is one week. Do you follow what I'm saying on that? No more than one or two projects picked and the time frame to start and complete is one week. It's the, it's the intensity in the right direction that's starting through this eight-step roadmap. The sixth step is the parking lot. Create an extra form, another tab if you will, take out another sheet of paper, and you take all the ideas that were on that list that did not get selected for the one or two for the one week period of time and you parking lot them. You put them aside and you don't think about them again until the one or two that you picked are done. Number seven, it's the preparation of how you're gonna attack the one or two. Now let me break that down, very technical today. You're gonna outline the cause, the reason you're doing it, and the financial outcome. The second thing is you're going to lay out the scope of work that's required to work on the one or two. The third element of step number seven preparation is you're going to time block to allow massive focus. Listen, we're redoing our CRM here at Commercial Fleet. We've selected the vendor and... Um, um, you know, it is a major Q4, what we refer to as a boulder. It's probably the number one thing that our company has to do. And in the executive committee meeting this week, I said to the gang, time to time block. Well, how much time do you think we need? I said, I think we will need to scope this project out properly and to begin to execute on it. We as an executive management team will need five hours a week. And a lot of people were like, man, where are we going to find those five hours? It don't matter where we're going to find those five hours. We have to time block the time in order to focus on the one or two things. This CRM is the example, the choice, and drill down and scope the shit out of this project. And we won't even nip it in the bud if we don't time block at least five hours together every single week. The fourth part of the preparation is accountability. Start putting names and deadlines to who's doing what and be relentless to hold them to the next step, which is the deadline. When are we going to get it done by? What do we have to do to get it done by them? Are we all in agreement? Good. Then it's going to get done. And the final step to preparation is freaking celebrate. Celebrate the wins. One or two a week. That's a lot of celebration, dude. If you achieve one thing a week that you started and you stopped that was meaningful, that made you more money, that mattered, that had everybody on the team, that had accountability to it all, you're celebrating 52 times a year. That means you're ordering luncheon. You're giving out gift cards. That's a, that's a movement within the organization. Now, the eighth step to making sure that less is actually more 
is repeat the process. After the first week and you completed step one, the project one or project two, pull out the parking lot, top grade it, pick another one or two, and start the process all over again. And what happens in the end is you will end up completing 52, maybe 104 meaningful projects that made you more money, that aligned the team, that allowed people to achieve because they were accountable, that gave you an opportunity to celebrate within the organization, and you freaking win. So your job leaving this podcast is to brain dump all the stuff that's going on in your organization and probably rewind it and go back to the eight-step roadmap and build it out accordingly. So the next time you're just freaking way ahead of your skis and you're overwhelmed and you don't know what to do and you're not seeing progress and you're not making more money, fire this freaking podcast up again and do what the billionaire told me to do, which is what I've done relentlessly since those meetings and get more shit done faster. Remove the chaos, import the structure, follow the eight-step roadmap, and start kicking ass and taking names and making more money. I'll see you down the road. 